no clap again. We have uh, another incident of this fine employee here who has a sensory issue. So I cannot clap. Even after a victory week. I know. It is Thursday, though, so it's been a couple days. Yeah, but he's a constant bummer, clearly. He's not a Browns fan. Um, Speaking of that win, 27-0, big old goose egg. Big old goose egg. When's the last time? 07 against the Bills. Uh, and a snowstorm. Yeah, that snowstorm of a game. Phil Dawson. Yeah, <laughs> the only reason why we won that game. <laughs> I mean, it had, I mean, that had to be, what, two field goals and a safety? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, 8-0. Um, I mean, where do we start on this this week? Defense. The, yeah, the defense held them to 59 yards. Uh, seven sacks, three turnovers. Extremely impressive. Uh, I guess Clayton Toon was the quarterback. Um, one thing that we did not cover, because it was a very up in the air of a week, Deshaun Watson did play, and he lo- looked really good. Let's go back to defense, though. But I had to throw that in there. Um, Miles Garrett, Delvin Tomlinson, um, Shelby Harris, monster of a game, Denzel Ward, I mean, lights out. Taki. Taki, Taki. Um, incredible. Yes. The list goes on. This was a very, very good defense performance. Yes, it was against, instead of Clayton Toon, offense on their third string running back. I get it, I get it, I get it. But no matter what, like, it was it was impressive. It they was, did what they were supposed to do. Yeah. You know. And they, they, they it kind of seemed like that was the theme of this week. Go out there, take care take care of business because that's what good teams do they go out there when the odds are stacked against the other team especially when you're at home you go on there you take care of business end the game get the goose egg get the dub and get ready for the rivalry game. absolutely yeah um offensively it it was uh, a very rough sighting it, the offense really didn't click um the running game was near non-existent yeah i believe it was held under Three yards of carry, yeah. average. So it was, it was a kind of a, I don't know, weak performance from the run game. But yep. uh, checkdowns continue to be a very, and the screen game continues to be a very strong focal point of this this offense. And uh, a couple nice shots to, you know, downfield, downfield. Wow, wow. Watson had a very solid outing. Yeah. I wouldn't say great. I wouldn't say wonderful. Yeah, it just. Looked very sharp, like you're starting to see these signs of again of progression. Yeah. Um, I mean, just some of them, those throws, man, were just in yeah. the basket. Like perfect, like, perfect throws. Like yeah, what we expected to see when the, we traded for him. the one that obviously pops out in my mind and, and has to in a lot of people's mind is when Amari Cooper down the stretch, double coverage, and he was just like this. And it just fell right to the basket. It was beautiful. Um, you know, if it was underthrown, interception for sure. Uh, overthrown, no one's getting that ball. It was perfect. Um, you know, I, I it, it kind of pointed you in the right direction where we want to start going, right? Mm-hmm. That we're like, okay, he's getting back on track. Uh, the thing is, you know, obviously we're going against this week. Ravens defense that is very very good so that this is the true test, but I, but if you think about this, his last f- 
full start was the Tennessee game. So that's two good games in a row. So uh, when you look at it that way. I think that's a good segue into the, <laughs> the next game, uh, Ratbirds Week. Yeah. Um, Baltimore is just taking names and kicking ass all over this fucking league right Seven now. Seven and two. Uh, well, they lost to the Steelers in the catch-a-ball, which is a game that goes either way every time they play. And then they dropped one at home in overtime against the Minshew Mania Colts. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, so this is uh, a very strong Baltimore team that would like to make their argument for their case as the number one defense in the league. Um, they stand at number one in QB uh, QBR ratings against their offense and uh, ratings for receivers against their pass defense. Um, as, as far as uh, getting to the quarterback, they're number one in the league with damn near over 35 sacks on the season already, um, where the Browns are in third place right now. Um, they also have a very big notice on turnovers which is another spot where the Browns are starting to improve. So this is going to be talked about this week in this week's game when you uh, talk about these two defenses. Yeah. Because you're getting um, a Baltimore defense that's probably going to flex its muscles against a Browns sure. struggling offense. Um, and the Browns defense will probably have its work, work cut out for them once again. Um, where they're going to probably be put in a situation where they're going to have to make some stops to win the game, even if they're on the field for, you know, majority of the game. Yeah, I feel like with this Ravens team, you look around the league, you look, even look at the Browns, actually, where it's like the defense is so good and the offense struggles. You know, in the in recent weeks with the Ravens, they are so on the same playing field. Like the defense is very good. The offense is playing very good. And... That's very tough for an opposing team that has, we're good sometimes on offense and we're really good on defense, but we could either boom or bust. Yeah. And that's where we get into a sticky situation of which, how are we going to play? Which, which, which Browns offense is going to come out there? Mm, and well, we'll see. Yeah. Well, well, we'll see in a few days. Right. Um, it's going to be interesting in one because it's Watson's first um, Ravens game that actually means something. Um, last year, he played one against Baltimore, but Lamar did not play, and the Browns and the Ravens were kind of like... The Browns were out of contention, yeah. and the Ravens were, you know, brink contention. Um, the... It just boils down to this: this Baltimore's this Baltimore offense has been pretty hot for all the injuries they've been dealing with. Um, you've seen a lot of the rookie and Zay Flowers. Um, Odell made his first appearance in the end zone this past week, yep. uh, having over uh, fifty yards and receiving as well. Um, Mark Andrews has been phenomenal once again. Yeah, and uh, well, Gus Gus, Gus Edwards. Say, Gus Edwards. Gus Edwards has stepped up once again in that running back role. Had two touchdowns last week, and now a new appearance from a rookie running back in Mitchell, who had over 135 yards. Yeah. Last week against Seattle, shedding tackles. Yeah. Yes, he, he looked good, man. And uh, I mean, and then you can't go without saying with, I would say, 
probably going to be this year's MVP in Lamar Jackson, who's been number one in the league in completion rating and passes downfield, believe it or not. You know, running back, playing quarterback, but he's leading yeah. most of the stat lines in the league right now in passing. Yeah, and that, that's one thing I feel like you can say about a lot of quarterbacks, right, where it's, oh, he's, oh, he's oh, running back, playing quarterback. You know, I think as, you know, you could have said that for his first, you know, couple of years, but I think that is that is a term that's overused at this point for him because he is a good, he's a very good quarterback, a way above average, uh, you know, as a passer in my opinion. And, I mean, you can say that about Josh Allen, can you not? Yeah. And, and if anything, I think Josh Allen's struggling more with passing than Lamar Jackson is at this point. So, you know, that, that conversation, I think, is skewed. So, uh, it's a... I mean, it's there's an underlying conversation that's been held for generations about the black quarterback. I don't mean to make this political, but you made a good point there. Josh Allen has, is just as much as a runner as Lamar Jackson. 100%. But yeah. he's been struggling a lot more this last couple of years than he has, Lamar is. He has nine picks on the season. Lamar has gone out and performed with a lot less than Josh Allen has. It's, Josh Allen has had Stephon Diggs. Yeah. Um, it's Gabe Davis. You know, like, it's not a yeah weak offense. Like, Lamar, and Lamar's had... Uh, Lamar's had been, scrubs. Yeah. It, scrubs up until this year where they actually drafted and, receivers. And the thing is, though, with that conversation as well, is, like, the running back, quarterback, it's like, Josh Allen is now kind of being limited. With his runs, I think he's they're clearly going to get hurt eventually. So they're like, all right, are you going to throw it more? He's been turning the ball over a lot more, but also, I mean, he got paid <laughs> like two years earlier than Lamar Jackson did out of the same draft class. Uh, so it's just, it's just it's just a funny thing that yes. you see when you talk about you know quarterbacks in this league. People will talk down on Lamar. But well, we saw it all offseason. La, La, right? Lamar like, all offseason yeah. until he got his deal. And they're like, that's why again we shit, dude. Like, like he should have paid. Lamar's him. been a great quarterback. I mean, I'd say he's better than Michael Vick at this point. He's done yes. yeah. he's done more things for the game that people don't see right now. That he makes this offense so crazy good. Like, even when they're limited, yeah. Because what they do pre-snap. And they know the threat of Lamar with his legs and his arm now. That if you want to play man coverage, you're going to get burnt. You want to play zone coverage, he's going to pick you apart. Yeah. And that's, this is where it's Especially with his tight ends. He loves his tight ends. Obviously, Mark Andrew and Likely, they're very good tight ends that find the gaps in the the defense. I mean, uh, that, you know, I mean, it's happened time and time against us, especially. But it happens every week in and week out against every other team. One thing I will say about Lamar and one of the weak sides he has is he is very prone to strip sacks. Yep. Number and, one in the league in yeah. fumbles. So that is one thing, and that's, I think, a good segment into some cowtails. This defensive line needs to get one of these bad boys because... It's a redemption week. They need to really, yes, after their last game where they didn't, you know, against the Ravens, they didn't really get to him all that much. Uh, this pressure needs to be on. Yeah. Miles Garrett needs to be that dude to get one of them, you know, strict, uh, strip sacks. Uh, Shelby Harris, I'd love to see show up again. One person is Darius Smith. I really want to see get out there a little bit more. And uh, he's been a little quiet. He's been he's been too quiet, and I, I think he needs to kind of turn it up right now. So, to Darius, Shelby Harris, Dalvin Tomlinson, Miles Garrett, 
Uh, Jordan Elliott, by the way. What the hell is going on? Two sacks in the season now. Sweet Jesus. Oh, man. Uh, so that defensive line definitely needs to step up and, and make Lamar a pressure fan. Um, I know you probably got another cowtail, but, uh, you know, go for it. But I have one person you know, in mind as well. Is, uh, cowtail goes to Deshaun Watson. Okay. Um, like I said, this is his first Ravens game of meaning. Um, you know, this is a big week, and the offense needs that little bump of energy. Sure. Um, and I think it, 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 I don't think, I know it all starts with the quarterback yep. position. Um, you got to find ways for Deshaun to have make this offense look fluid. Mm-hmm. Make He's going to have to make plays that are not drawn up to w- win this game. This pocket is going to break a lot. He's going to have to make plays with his legs, mm-hmm. which I think he did a good job of last week against Arizona. Especially that check down to Jerome. The little check downs, the little good. check downs are going to come in handy. But this is a very tough pass defense and a pass rush. Sure, um, they're very good at stopping the run, so it's going to be very you know Deshaun based. Sure. This week. Yeah, and I think the big thing about Deshaun is that he needs to really stack these performances. Get him in a rhythm. He can't just go out there and look like how he played, you know, earlier on in the season uh, and, and just kind of be, uh, you know, he needs to really start stacking these these victories and these stacking these yeah. performances that are that are good. And uh, he needs to do it this week. He really does. Because I don't, I don't see us pulling this game off without a good Deshaun Watson performance. Last cowtail thrown out here is on defense. I'm splitting this between two people in particular. Sioni Taki Taki. Oh. And Taki gets two back to back. Who's the who do you think take guess who's J O K. J O K. Absolutely. That's what you need. I thought you were gonna go J O K and Delpit. Delpit, you can you can break this off in three. All three of those guys are going to be vital, in my opinion, to this to this win if we get it. Uh, open field tackling, stopping Lamar, yes. playing the spy, and and really making sure he is not in open field. All three of these guys are going to be vital in that role, and you know I, I think these three guys in particular are going to be the best at stopping him. Yeah, well, I think the big downfall last time they played Baltimore was the open field tackling. It was horrendous. Yeah. Um, it was pro- It was probably our worst defensive game of the year. Um, they were also on the field a ton. I know. But as far as broken tackles go, they had a really tough time. Um, it's just the thing with Baltimore is what they do behind – you know the line of scrimmage before the play, they're they're taking your eyes from one side to the other. It's that's what makes them very disruptive. Is that you can send someone across. So there's a guy coming across the field. He could get the ball. The running back could get the ball. The market take it. Yeah. The market take it and throw it. Um. And this is where linebackers and safeties really come in handy and need to have big games like in this in this situation um, because this Baltimore offense is an anomaly to the rest of the league. Um, there's not many teams in the league that can run an offense like this. Um, I stated a couple weeks ago with San Francisco, what they do pre-snap. 
um, is phenomenal. But Baltimore, between what they do in motion and what they do read option, sure. and what Lamar can do just by himself, the X factor is it's crazy to think of. Um, I think their best bet is zone coverage this week against this Baltimore um, offense because man coverage is where Lamar makes his money. Sure. Um, but I think that's a good point to start into our Royal Thorns keys to the game. Um, it's just going to be stack the box. Stack the box. You got to make Lamar throw the ball this week. Um, and I did just say, you know, he's a very underrated passer. But at, at the very same time, giving what they do very well is you need to stack this box because they're going to be moving you around so much. Um, this is a very run-balanced uh, team where they're going to lean very heavily on the run um, to, to basically blow your defense up. So the more you stack the box, you're going to be able to, you know, stop everything else. Um, this is not a team that takes a lot of shots downfield. Um, I mean, they've been... They're very good over the middle. Yes, they're very good in the middle. So it's going to be a very much of a pick-your-poison kind of game. And I think at this point you'd rather have them throw the ball than run the ball, which has been a very tough you know, talking point for the Browns is sure. in the last couple, couple weeks, um, giving up over 100 yards in almost three games already this year, three or four. Mm-hmm. Um, so it starts with a stack in the box, I believe. Yeah, I, I think another Royal Donut keys to the game here is win the turnover differential. Get turnovers and do not give up turnovers. Uh I think that is going to be huge and how it's going to kind of play out. Like who has more time of possession and how can we limit them on the field as an offense is going to be, I think, pretty massive. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because I, I do think in the last game, obviously, we it was a lot of three and outs, punts, you know, all this kind of crap where our defense was on the field an extended period of time where defenses get kind of like worn down fast, right? And this constantly just trying to, you know, defend really tires them out. And so when they're on that field so much, you can just keep running and running and running. We talk about it all the time. The run game will eventually happen and the defense will break down. Well, you're playing the Ravens, man. That's going to happen. And it happened earlier on in this this season in week four. And if you allow it, it's going to happen, you know, this week. So a lot of turnovers need to happen and keep them off the field. All right, this one is to the hidden heroes of the the um, of the football team, the three, third facet of football, the special teams. Yes. Um, special teams, you you got to execute. Yeah. Uh, whether it's making your field goals or, you know, not, not allowing big returns on kicks and punts. But the yeah. punter and Corey Bjorkas, Needs to have the ability to flip the field in this yeah. game. If he had a game like he did this past week, that gives us a, a very nice yes. setup. Um, if you go back and watch the Baltimore game, the the first one in the beginning of the season, Baltimore had the best field position. Best ever. field position oh for the God. whole entire yeah. year. They like basically started at midfield. 
every yeah, single I, I think they maybe had one or two drives where they had to start from within their own 20. Yeah. Then the rest were start at the 40-yard line. Yeah, I know. It was... It's... Yeah. It, I'm I mean, surprised they didn't score more. Given given the what was going on with that first game, not having our quarterback and having a rookie quarterback in, yeah, we weren't moving the ball very much, so it was hard to push the ball to the other side of the field mm-hmm. at a consistent uh, basis. So, um, Bjorkas needs to have another great game where he's flipping the field with these long 70 to 80 yard punts. That yeah. Honestly, have been a big help for the Browns defense. So, on to the next segment, I guess, is the Michael Lewis real estate. Not this Michael Lewis. Not me. Not me. Uh, the better one. Uh, <laughs> games to watch. What games are you feeling that is a game that you would watch that you're kind of really amped up and excited for this week? I've actively criticized this game for being the Sunday night football game this upcoming week. They just had the Monday night football game, and they make a reappearance on Sunday night football. And it's the Jets and the Raiders. And I will say this. This is the time of year where you need to go look up and down the standings and see where teams are borderline playoff teams and fighting for the wild card. The league ended, I mean, the season ended today. All of the AFC North would be in the playoffs. But, as you know, there's a lot of play uh, divisional games coming up in the next two weeks. You got Baltimore and Cincinnati next week, and you got Browns and Pittsburgh next week. Mm-hmm. You got Browns-Ravens this week. Yeah. You got Bengals-Texans. The implications that these games could have on the playoffs are huge. Sure. That's why I'm going to say Jets and Raiders. Mm-hmm. They're both shit show teams, but the Jets have been hanging in there. Four and four. They're, they're four and five at the moment, but they've been hanging in there in every single game. And this is a, easily a gimme game for both of them. Um, the Raiders have fired Josh McDaniels. They had eight, put Aiden McCollin in, uh, McConnell over Garoppolo. Yeah. So this is going to be a very interesting game because the Raiders are just hanging in yeah, there too. You know what's a fun thing about the Raiders? I don't know why. This popped into my head the other day was... Why do they always play so much better when they have like an interim coach? They're so good if they have an interim coach and they seek out another they're like, oh, he we don't need him. Let's go get a real coach. And a guy comes in and just crashes and burns almost all the time. But with the interim coach, awesome. Yeah, it I mean, I've been openly openly criticizing them as you for should. for this game. As you should. Because it should I mean at this point. You should be moving Browns Baltimore to Sunday Night Football. Yeah. I mean, there's plenty of games this week that you could easily move to Sunday Night Football. Detroit at Chargers. Uh, Houston and Cincinnati. Those are all... Which or, is going to be very good. And the very next game you're about to say. Yes. This easily could have been the Sunday Night game. Absolutely. So this game, uh, you know, I, I would, I, there's one team that is on a roll and, you know, could could really stand out here. And we got another team that really needs a win and to really bounce back after their bye week. Uh, and that team, or that game, is the 49ers versus the Jags. This is going to be a good game, man. There's uh, two very, very good teams here. Uh, Jacksonville, I feel like, you know, at 6-2, at and two, uh, you know, prove it. You know, beat the Niners. But also, the Niners dropped three in a row. So they need a win. And uh, I believe everyone's coming back healthy this week. 
Yep, after the, off the, after bye the bye week. So, you know, with a, with a full team, which they haven't had since the Cleveland game, what can they do? Can they stop this Jags team? We'll see See soon. I'm very excited for this game. Um, as for that, let's move into predictions. How you feeling about this game? Uh, we're on the road in Baltimore. It's a tough one. Yes, it is. Um, Baltimore's coming off a big win against Seattle. As you know, we dropped that one mm-hmm. in Seattle. A nice 37-3 to game. Um, the Browns, you know, lost to Baltimore already 27-3. to um, And Baltimore might be the hottest team in the league right now. Yeah. Um, you're seeing Miami starting, starting to struggle, come back to life here. Or reality, should I say. Uh, Buffalo has not been... Any existed. Cincinnati is definitely up there in that conversation. Cincinnati's rolling. Um, San Francisco has came down from reality. Sure. Eagles have sustained. Yeah. Same with the Chiefs. Yes. Um, but, but nonetheless, the Ravens are, are very high. The Ravens are probably the biggest threat to the Chiefs right now. Sure. Um, so that being said, I have a very hard time believing the Browns are going to win this week. Um, I do feel like this is a redemption game for them. Um, the circumstances are different for both teams. Um, but I'm going to have to go fucking Raptors uh, 27 to 13. Um, given the performance the Browns had offensively last week, I don't think they can put up the points against what could arguably say the best defense in the league right now. Um, I, this is going to be a big showdown of who's got the better defense. Sure. Yeah. You know, I, I definitely could see, you know, if you, you stack the teams together, right, and how they're playing and how they look, you know, the Ravens definitely look more of a threat to, you know, the, the top tier of the AFC at the moment than the Browns do. But I don't give a shit. All right. Browns are going to win this Homer. game. I don't care, dude. Uh, I'm going to go 27-24. Browns uh, pulling this game off. Uh, you know, I, I think Miles is going to have a monster game, and I think Deshaun's really going to show us why we paid him. And I think he's going to eke it out, and he's going to have a really good game. And we're going to win this one. So, I don't know. Feeling good about it. I'm feeling good about it. I don't know. I have no idea why, but I feel good about it. Well, we'll put your money on the money line. No. It's 260. <laughs> Plus 260. Go ahead. I'm going to put 10 Okay, I'm gonna put ten bucks. We'll see. Twenty six dollars for ten bucks. Yeah, whatever. I don't know. Put a hundred down. <laughs> I don't want a hundred down. <laughs> put the fucking. Put the fucking. Then you put your money down. The Browns losing. I'd love to see that. No, there's no point. It's, they're fucking favored by two twenty. Don't care. I don't care. Browns are winning this week, I'm guys. Against them. <laughs> I could never do it. Thanks for watching, guys. I appreciate it. Uh, subscribe, like. And we'll see you next week. Go Go Browns. Browns. Browns.